welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 110 of Count Creepyhead's Saturday Morning Monster Mash. One ten. I have a penis joke to insert for that number. Bleh. <laughs> I listened back to last week's episode. I called it episode 9. <laughs> uh, instead of 109. I, I heard that and did not call you out on it. Uh... Because my brain was fried. I, I had like COVID brain mm-hmm. and it was, it's a thing. It's bad. Um, I mean, I didn't have COVID brain and I totally didn't catch that. So <laughs> I guess Josh was the only one of the three of us that paid attention there. I could say I, from experience that I should have been home for a week, not doing anything. Cause I had moments where it's like, how did I get to this place? I have no memory of like getting in my car and driving to Buffalo. Yeah. And it's like, oh boy. <laughs> so See, I, I genuinely thought it was a comedic choice. I was like, yeah, episode nine, why not? No, I was just <laughs> zonked. Um, so, guys, we are called Count Creepyhead's Saturday Morning Monster Mash. And we have never done a greatest Saturday morning's cart, a greatest Saturday morning cartoon bracket. Oh, ever. this is criminal. So it took us 110 episodes, but we're going to do it today. Um, before I get to the rules and all the particulars, how's everybody doing? Not too shabby. Whew, I am mentally just fried. I've been, uh, as as we have mentioned in, in previous episodes, I am in full assembly required prep swing. And dear, dear God, it's, uh, it's been intense, but, uh. Everything has finally lined up. I think it's. I think everything's actually going to get finished in time. So yeah, you know the the pictures you've sent, Josh. The boxes. Uh, you know, here I thought you were just going to throw stuff in Ziploc bags and put little headers on them. No, not you. No. Nope. Um, I am so so fucking excited. You guys like low key in the background, just making awesome stuff. Um. <laughs> It's awesome. Get your ass to Nashville, not Nashville, Asheville, and go to Assembly Required. Josh, when is the date again? Uh, it is February 3rd and 4th at a little venue called the Gray Eagle in Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, and it's it's going to be a hell of a lineup. There's, there's, I mean, there were amazing artists last year. There are going to be more amazing artists this year. Some the same, some different as any good show should be. But, uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm getting hyped now that I've got everything. And, uh, they're even, as mentioned in the past, there are a few from the vaults items that are getting a strange amount of buzz. Like Henrietta and Buffalo bill are not new pieces. Mm hmm. But all of a sudden, people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe you made this. And it's like, uh, yeah, I made this 
a while ago and it sold really well. Um, Buffalo Bill's like an evergreen. Anytime somebody makes Buffalo Bill merchandise, I'm like, what? But you really like, Josh, you did the tuck Buffalo Bill. <laughs> um, he sure did. And I, I, I'm I, not going to, I don't like to brag about stuff. I kind of do. But Josh made two one-off Buffalo Bill and Tarman as He-Man and Skeletor, respectively. <laughs> which, which I told Ruth about the other night. I was like, "You remember when I when I when I made the uh, Buffalo Bill into a He-Man?" She was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> and uh, I had to pull up the pictures and show her. I own it. It's in my basement. <laughs> I was looking at it yesterday. It's awesome. Uh, I I did the same thing to Mike through pictures that I that I did to Ruth in person with Buffalo Bill once I had finished, uh, you know, casting it and cleaning it up and making sure it was still in good enough condition because you know that is an old mold. Yeah. And once a mold hits a certain age, like it's questionable whether or not you're going to be able to pull everything anything from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I was able to pull pull a couple, uh, and. Immediately, I I held it up to Ruth, and it was just like, look at that. Look at that penis. (laughs) I made a toy with a penis and ball sack tucked between its legs, and people bought it. (laughs) And then I I did the same thing to Mike. I just sent a close-up picture of his little tucked cock between his legs. (laughs) Oh, God. Because, yeah, I I remember the decision and while I was making it, I I looked at Ruth at one point and I was like, you know, I got to I got to sculpt his tucked junk. Like, <laughs> I can't I could make it without it, but it wouldn't really make sense. Right. Uh. And then I did. And then I had to put, I I don't think this is anything that I have ever, I'm not sure if I've shared with either of you in the past, but here is just a fun little fact. Uh, The first few test casts of Buffalo Bill uh, did not come out properly. And I had to adjust the mold and vent his penis. (laughs) You know, oddly, I think Buffalo Bill would be down for that. Because without a vent on his penis, he does not have a penis. Right, it's, <laughs> it's just like it was, I I might, I probably don't, but I might still have the cast somewhere. It was a really, really funny torso with like, I'm sure you guys have seen like when I've sent you guys pictures of like failed casts where it's like a weird uh, air bubble cavity. Yeah. Yes. It was like that in place of the penis and then just a perfectly intact ball sack. <laughs> so, Josh, when like, you have, well, that won't work when you have a miscast, like a bubble, whatever, like you have to do a few sometimes to get like the right ventilation. You just remelt that resin down again. Uh, nope. Most of the time that resin uh, is depending on how large it is. If it's a big piece, unfortunately, it's trash. Which is sad. Uh, Smaller pieces you can hang on to and kind of use as filler resin. 
like if you're pouring a larger cast that you can just like uh, for example the creep's legs the creep's legs i could easily put miscast arms into to fill in some extra resin okay uh but for the most part you know it depends on how bad it is it depends on what the problem is uh something that i have been able to do uh, that I was not able to do in the past that I really love is fill in any gaps or air bubbles or anything with some UV resin and then just sand it down. And that usually saves it. That's cool. Which that's, that's, that's a nice, nice thing I was not able to do in the past. Well, um, I still plan on, uh, well, you have to see my car shit the bed today, but, um, I like Oof. the notion of giving you money and having you pick up stuff for me. Um, but I also get that that's responsibility you may not want. Um, and I got to see how my money is because my car battery shit the bed today. And I thought that would be like a cheap fix, but it was 300 bucks. That's uh, my car is like at 200,000 miles. Um, you know, shit breaks. Um, but, but, but Mike Boogeyman's Closet. February is going to be Mike Alvarez Choice Month. Yes. Uh, I love the concept. <laughs> Thank you. We uh, we were discussing this uh, before we came back in, in uh, well, t- technically our break was in December, even though we take a break in November, we just record early. Um, but we were talking about it before we came back in January that we needed to figure out a way to get more episodes that like more of the movies we've talked about for years, uh, putting them on the show. Um, so that's why we did dealer's choice month in January. And then was like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just do three more months like that. But each one of us will pick the movies that we wanted to cover. Um, so these aren't technically my favorite movies by any, you know, sense of the imagination, but, uh, there are, they're all movies that I've talked about wanting to get on there. Now there, there are at least, uh, there's at least one other that I desperately wanted to put on the list, but the only place it's streaming is on YouTube and it's a, you know, not great version of it, but that's terror vision. I've been wanting to cover that forever, uh, <laughs> because I freaking love that movie, but it's not streaming anywhere. You know, what I think it might be. Hmm. The full moon streaming service. See, when I when I was looking it up online, I couldn't find anything. Like I, really? I, I yeah, I did find it on on YouTube. I did find huh. it there, but YouTube is tough because the closed captioning is just kind of like that AI version of closed captioning where you know they say like breast milk and it's like cow's head. It's like wait what? <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> that, doesn't make any sense there's a movie i've wanted for my patreon pick these last two years and it's just you can't get it anywhere and that's story of ricky Uh, oh yeah (laughs) uh, i've still never seen that i just know of this movie and i've been tempted to the point to just buy copies and send them to you guys (laughs) uh because it's not on youtube like it's you know like sometimes you see something like watch movie in full and it's like 200 clips yes and they're not Right. It's just like a clip to some website and it's just BS. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if it ever pops up, I'm going to use that as my pick because just it's fucking hilarious. But um, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um, I think that's it for the news. I'm going to skip all the main stuff because 
it's a very special episode, a.k.a. there's nothing going on uh, right now. Uh, the only thing newsworthy that I saw is that Mondo is doing an Orko figure and they unmasked him. Finally, somebody did. I don't like it. Uh, yeah, I no, just, no, thank you, Mondo. Yeah, don't do that. It looks am, like what he should look like. You you look at it, and you're like, eh, that's Orko, I guess. But it's just no. Yeah, it, it don't. Mm-mm. I don't like it, it. It honestly, it gave me like weird, uncanny valley vibes. I'm like, I don't like it. I don't like it. Make it go away. Yeah, I always kind of like the notion that he could have been like really. They're all horribly disfigured. <laughs> right. You know, like. Somebody that's like mauled by a zoo animal and they reconstruct their face and it just doesn't look right, but they're still alive. And you're like, Ugh. that's what I always thought all of them, you know, the trollins or whatever they're called. Yeah, I was like. going to say, what are they, what is the race called? But yeah, they, they all have fucking leprosy or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just no, really in, like, instead, they all look like they came out of the CGI monstrosity of cats. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just really weird. So he, he looks kind of like a smurf, but with bigger ears. Yeah, just picture, yeah, like a, like Loki from, um, Loki, I'm sorry, from, yes. um, whatchamacallit, She-Ra. He's got that, like, cartoony, eh, whatever. Um, so it is what it is. So, Josh, um, before we jump into these brackets, you are going to be MIA probably that the two weeks around um, assembly required. Correct. Um, okay. My goal is uh, not not that these these days mean anything to anyone listening, because there is no sense of time or reason anymore. Uh, my my goal is to be done with everything humanly possible by Friday. Uh, so I should, in theory, be good for next Monday. The following Monday, I will not be. Uh, nope. So February what fifth. Yeah, yeah. February fifth, I will not be good because I'll have just flown back and be jet lagged and full of yeah. toy goodness, and hopefully have we... few, fewer toys in my suitcase than when I left. Yeah, and we'll we'll probably be taking a week off and whatever. So, all right, guys, I picked thirty-two of the greatest, in my opinion, Saturday morning cartoons of all time. Now, with this list, I guarantee you, you're going to be listening to this, and you're going to be pissed off that I missed your cartoon. Here's what I have to say about that. Eat shit, get your own podcast. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, it's impossible to throw everyone on here, and I guarantee you, like, Rubik's the Magic Cube isn't going to win. <laughs> so, you know, Shirt Tales, Wish Kid, there's a lot of shit that would just be space fillers on here. So I, I tried to be eclectic and I try to get the importance, but I made two very big omissions. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. The first one, Ren and Stimpy is not on this list for two reasons. One, it would just eat the competition and it wouldn't be fair Two, we have a bias because Josh sells merchandise inspired by Ren and Stimpy. And, and to be fair, that was more of a uh, late night cartoon than a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, yeah. That, that was Saturday night and then Sunday morning rerun. Yeah. So, you know, take it for what it's worth. There's some stuff on here that maybe wasn't on a Saturday afternoon. It was like in syndication. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have anything with live action. So no Power Rangers. And the other cartoon that I have eliminated is Batman the Animated Series. 
for the obvious reason it's going to win. Yeah. Yep. That is, that is not fair to every other cartoon because it's so head and shoulders above everything and anything adjacent to it. Superman, and, Batman Beyond, Static Shock, Justice League, the Paul Dini Bruce Tim Universe stuff is not on here. And yeah, that one I would also defend in in its omission in saying that for a long t- it did make it to Saturday mornings, but not until the extension of like Justice League Unlimited, Superman and Friends. And yeah. then it was usually paired as a block with them on Saturday mornings. So, but it was that was more traditionally a like an afternoon get yep. home from school Batman song. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I, I, there's some stuff on here that is like that, but I consider it a Saturday morning cartoon because it was on a Saturday morning, whatever. Just Yeah, no, that, that's fair. You don't I'm, like I'm it. I'm just defending your omission. Yes, but if you don't like it, go pay the hosting fees and do all the hard work and make your own podcast to throw your cartoon on here. So I'm defending your omissions, goddammit! Sorry, okay. <laughs> 32 teams, or 30, 32 cartoons. 32 teams. There can only be one. I put these in randomly, and there are actually some really great matchups in here. Are you guys ready for the first one? Oh, indeed. Buckle up. Yes. Here we go. G.I. Joe, a real American hero, takes on Rugrats. Now, before you guys answer, <sighs> do not think about the toys. I know. Or the video games. This is just... The cartoon. In your opinion, which is the better cartoon? That's tough, dude. Because they're they're both great. And also, I want I want the listeners to to know this. When I was picking these, these are not all man child cartoons. I picked girl cartoons too. There's a nice and baby boomer cartoons. And There's a nice even mix of everything. You know, I'm gonna have to come right out of the gate swinging and say Rugrats just because not not only was it you know one of the pioneers of that CSUPCO animation style yeah that then became a pretty much a trademark of Nickelodeon yeah but it was it was written intelligently yeah. It was very intelligently written. Uh, yeah. G.I. Joe was made to sell toys. Yeah. Oh, I loved I loved the toys. Some of the cartoon I really enjoy. But I, you know, I can't say if an episode of G.I. Joe is just on randomly in the background that I'll probably sit down and watch it. That is not the case with Rugrats. I would probably sit and watch it. There's some great episodes of G.I. Joe. There really are. And see that, and that there is my dilemma because of the two, Rugrats is actually the cartoon that I have watched more of in my adulthood. Um, like I've gone back to it and revisited a couple of times. Whereas G.I. Joe, I've only done it like once. Um, but that being said, like the very first miniseries that G.I. Joe released, um, I think it was Pyramid of Darkness. I think that was yep. the first one. Yep. Um, the storyline for that is incredibly adult. Like it really doesn't it, it doesn't dumb it down for kids. It's like, no, this is a military fantasy cartoon 
Um, we don't care that you're children. Like people are getting blown up. Like that whole myth of like, oh, we shoot lasers and no one dies. No, a lot of Cobra soldiers die in that first mini series. They get I'll, blown up and no one parachutes out. I will I will agree with you in the respect that the mini series and the continued story arcs were always fantastic. Yeah. Well, and I mean, look at it this way. Name me one other, uh, especially an 80s cartoon, but like like a Reagan era uh, cartoon where the good guys lose. Like, it's kind of crazy when you think like I get don't get me wrong. Transformers gets all the love for the Transformers movie with holy shit. They killed Optimus and all the, you know, G1 Autobots. Um, But like in in G.I. Joe, there was like this giant crossover or not crossover this giant uh you know uh, series of episodes with the certain like rise serpentor arise and the joes lost <laughs> like they got their asses handed to them and cobra made a crazy frankenstein dictator and like watching that as a kid i was like oh my god they they lost like cobra won it blew my mind like so there's a lot of moments like that with gi joe that really stand out to me. Like when I think of cartoons from my childhood. Um, So this is really tough for me because I think of the two, I would go back and rewatch Rugrats way more. And I think I agree with Josh. It is a a very well-written cartoon. Um, And some of the episodes are still funny to this day. Um, Like I, I love the, uh, Oh God, forget the, the, the Sasquatch, what they were calling him. Sam Skinch. No, wait, that's no, Trailer that's, Park Boys. That's Trailer Park Boys, yeah. Um, but the Sasquatch episode where they go camping in the backyard is fucking hilarious to this day. Like, I've recently rewatched it. Um, so I, God, I don't know if I could follow you, Josh. I'm like, I'm torn, man. Uh, Here, right I, off the let me, bat, shit. Let me give you my See, reasoning, Mike. I want to give it to G.I. Joe, but everything in me, from the writing to the animation... Mm-hmm to the general like uh, just general cartoon feel of it Mm -hmm. i have to give it to rugrats only based on that i might personally slightly prefer gi joe Mm -hmm. but overall i feel like rugrats is a better made cartoon so i've got to give it to rugrats based on that okay my logic it would be it oh. would be the same if it were up against motu right okay well we'll get to that um <laughs> my logic yeah I've, mike i've seen a ton of rugrats too it's like a comfort thing and it's on i well back when i watched cable mm-hmm. it's like oh rugrats and you, you're just like you know it and it's it's a great show but i can't remember any episodes i remember moments gi joe Mm-hmm. I could just pull up out of my head 20 great episodes right. where like, yeah, they were selling toys, but then you get those ones where it was like, they weren't selling toys. And it's a story about shipwreck going home on a vacation. And oh, Cobras dude. replaced his whole town. I was just thinking listen, about that episode <laughs> where roadblock listen, melts. Ah, so good. All I've got to say in rebuttal to that is Stu, why are you making pudding at 3 a.m.? Because I've lost control of my life. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, now, to be fair, that is something Jess and I used to quote all the time when Caleb was an infant. 
or we'd be doing random things and the other person would just go you've lost control of your life haven't you um so yeah no that is that is really good but again mike it's funny you brought up that specific episode because that is one of my all-time favorite gi joe episodes um and it scared me so fucking bad when shipwreck saw roadblock melt when he when shipwreck comes out of the the car wash and roadblock's like sure is hot in there and he just starts going like melting into goo it creeped me out so bad uh yeah i mean i'm picking gi joe i hate mike i hate to make you the decider (sighs) you know there's going to be a lot of these in here so just get used to yeah i'm gonna have to go gi joe i i was gonna say i accept whichever wins and like i said I, I'm giving my answer based purely on merit of it being a better overall, better made overall cartoon. And that's um, the thing. I will agree with Josh that the longevity of the series, because G.I. Joe, the first couple of seasons were fantastic. And then it went downhill quick, especially when Deke took over and it was like, you know, uh, the, the new era G.I. Joe. I mean, are you going to go with I've lost control of my life or Cobra? Well, you know, it's funny you guys mentioned this. I went on a deep dive Saturday morning cartoons because I was like, am I forgetting something? So I went on YouTube and I was like, top, you know, Saturday morning cartoons just to see if I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. But there's a lot of these channels that would like I known this and just never paid attention to it. Say Hasbro's like, okay, we're gonna pimp this new twine because it's the eighties. And yes. we're gonna Reagan allows you to just make twenty minute commercials for toys and call it a cartoon show. So basically they go to a, an animation studio and they say, Okay, we're gonna order sixty episodes. It was like a high number every time, but the idea was these are gonna play Monday through Friday when everybody gets home for school and they're just gonna run on like a three month loop. Yeah. So they order a huge chunk at a time. But then they necessarily wouldn't come back to the same studio. So then you would get like a chunk of great G.I. Joe and then it would go to Deke two years later because there'd be all this production time and it's an entirely different studio and it's different quality. Um, It's really weird. And like some cartoons, it's like, okay, we're going to make. They're not on here. I'm going to say Street Sharks. Mm -hmm. So Mattel goes and said, hey, we want a Street Shark cartoon. We're going to order 100 episodes. And that's just like there's studios that did that. And it's like, we got to sell X, Y, and Z toys. Mattel has this much planned out for these many years, but then the rest, it's like, we can do whatever we want. Mm -hmm. So you get the episodes where it's like, oh, we got the new shark motorcycle we're selling. But then it's like, okay, let's have a heart to heart episode about uh, Big Slamu coming to terms with his multiple personality disorder. (laughs) Whatever. And it's like, okay, Um, let's keep going. We're already almost 30 minutes and we've done one. That was a tough one, though. Uh, to be fair, yeah. That I, I will. Any other be as tough as that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Oh, yeah. You guys ready? Oh yes. yes. Round two: Alvin and the Chipmunks versus the Toxic Crusaders. Toxic Crusaders. Hands Fuck those down, Chipmunks. Toxic Crusaders. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Alvin and Chipmunks was a powerhouse. They had a movie. Um, I, in the eighties, from the cartoon, it was so popular. Oh no, yeah, I, as I as a kid, I d- yeah, but but also like put it up against Toxie. Fuck those chipmunks. Sorry, they get mutated. Mm-hmm. Um, that was quick. All right, this one, <laughs> Mike is is Jess around? Uh no. Well, she's downstairs. She can't hear me. She might she might want to share her opinion. 
because I don't know if we can qualify to answer this, but we can, but we can't. Jim mm-hmm. versus Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, uh, having actually watched both cartoons quite a bit, I'm gonna give it to Jim. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> give it to Jim. Uh, me too. I was a sucker for both. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I, I love Josie villains. and the Pussycats. Yeah, Misfits were the best. Uh, yes. Yeah, Jim. I love Josie and the Pussycats, but Jim. Sorry. Yep. Josie. 100%. Um, I should also preface this. A lot of these, when I was a kid, I don't tell people a lot about this story. Uh, I got in a horrible car accident where, um, you know, old cars were like all engine in the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just a little bit of passenger room in the back. Uh, car got hit head on and the engine came forward and crushed me. Oh, God. And my leg was just shattered. Into a bunch of pieces, so I was in a cast for six months, where I couldn't go anywhere and I couldn't do anything. Like it was from my ankle to my hip. Damn. So I was in a hospital bed, and all I could do was watch cartoons. Mm. So I just have this like big blob of cartoons in my head. That's where a lot of this came from. Anyways, next mm, round, blob cartoons. Are you guys ready? I'm oh, really indeed. curious to see what you're going to say for this. The Smurfs, another 80s classic, takes on the Silverhawks. If I'm Man, being honest. Those fucking Smurfs. I have I, watched a lot of Smurfs, but the Silverhawks yeah. was a great cartoon. I Smurf, not, Smurf. I didn't watch a lot of Silverhawks, so I really am not a good judge on this one. Uh, but I did watch a lot of the Smurfs, so I'm going to go with the Smurfs. I'm I'm gonna firmly say no no Smurfs no fuck you Smurfs. <laughs> I am perfectly fine with that. I just don't have a point of reference for the Silverhawks. Fucking weird little blueberry incestuous midget things. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking fuck. Um, seriously, like Papa, <laughs> Papa Smurf was Papa Smurf was like both Smurfettes pimp and fucking her. Yeah, don't look. tell me and, he and, wasn't. And Smurfette wasn't always Smurfette. We're not going this. We're not going into the weird, confusing lore of the Smurfs. <laughs> we're just talking like the weekly episodes of Brainy's a Dick. <laughs> Jokey blows something up. Gargamel, blah blah blah. Lather, rinse, repeat. Um, and then using Smurf as an adjective. So. Can- can we That's the smurfiest thing I've ever smurfed. Can we at least acknowledge the coke-fueled insanity that must have been to give birth to this? I mean, they're like, let's have a homeless wizard with his pet cat who wants to eat small blue people. <laughs> but does he want to eat them? Well, well first he wants to turn them to gold. He wants to turn them to gold, but then he wants to eat them. And it's like, you guys, you guys, you guys. It's all based on a comic strip from Germany. From the 70s. That's all you need to know. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, those fucking Smurfs. All right, They're going to live I, in mushrooms, and he wants to eat them. Or maybe I'm turn going them into with gold. the Smurfs. Oh, You're man. going oh, wow. Smurfs? I'm going Smurfs because... Fuck you both. <laughs> Silverhawks is great, but it's forgettable. <laughs> you, you don't see people with Silverhawks t-shirts. 
True. Then where the fuck are you going? <laughs> All right. I don't see anyone with Smurf t-shirts. You guys okay, that's one? a lie. Yeah, you do. <laughs> are you guys? Uh, this, one, I'm, this one, I'm sorry. I'm I'm ready. I'm also feeding the beasts. So uh, I will give my answer and then mute out. All right. DuckTales versus Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Why did you fucking do this to us? Josh, you feed the cats. Me and Mike are going to talk about this. <laughs> oh, that hurts. Because, okay, DuckTales is probably one of my all-time favorite cartoons. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean. But a I... sea monster eat my ice cream. Oh, a sea monster eat my ice cream. <laughs> I mean, and, and and let's be honest, like that cartoon taught most '80s children about how inflation works. Yeah, um, like there were some lessons there to be had, and it also left a whole generation of kids thinking that they can swim through money. <laughs> oh God, yeah, that would uh, that would not work at all. Um, but can but- we also talk about like I I don't want to point out a lot of the weirdness of Spider-Man, the animated series, but I do want to point out the super racist cabbie in Spider-Man, the animated <laughs> series. Yeah. I forgot um, about that guy. Okay, Mr. Spider-Man. <laughs> I think people have rose-tinted glasses for Spider-Man because of the toys that were tied to it. Yeah. The show was good, but it's not great. DuckTales is great. I'm going to base this on the simple fact that of the two cartoons, I would willingly sit down right now and watch DuckTales, whereas Spider-Man, I I probably would at some point, but it's it's nowhere near as pressing. I think like, I, I would start it and then be like, eh, and then not finish an episode and walk away. I have yeah. rewatched DuckTales. Yeah, yeah, I got to go DuckTales. <laughs> yeah, I'm going DuckTales, too. And the modern DuckTales is fucking awesome. Oh, the yeah. modern one is fantastic. That one I loved. But also, uh, like, DuckTales, it has one of the biggest earworm theme songs ever. Like, and don't get me yeah. wrong, we're talking about 80s cartoons, and all of them had damn good, you know, theme songs. But, come on, every to this day, everyone our age can sing at least most of the DuckTales theme I songs. I bet you we could get a bunch of people our age without any prompting. Somebody starts singing it, and then mm-hmm. somebody else could pick it up. Absolutely. Feels so I, like a hurricane here, here in Duckburg. Yeah, see? <laughs> Race cars, lasers, aeroplane. It's here a duck, duck blur. Blur. <laughs> All right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, DuckTales. Josh, Ooh. you got to feed the cats? I already did. All right. I've listen. been muting in and out with it. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. Spectre Gadget. da 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 versus she-ra i gotta go she-ra i honestly have never been a fan of inspector gadget you know i i'm gonna i'm gonna go off on a side note for this and say that i've got to give inspector gadget credit for two things one is being the start of cree summer's amazing prolific career okay uh because she started with Penny. You know? And how many things have you heard Cree Summer in since? Josh? She is... I don't know who that yeah. is. 
pre-summer is think think the level of Tara Strong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Except a pioneer in the industry. So she's like Mark Hamill. She's she has been around. She literally started as the voice of Penny. Mm-hmm. And if you if you look up her IMDb, like it's ridiculous. Yeah, she's also in Rugrats. She's probably oh. voice a voice in like almost everything we've named somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, and she's still still going strong, still doing tons of work. And I've also got to give it credit for the fact that you know it's it's basically it's basically kids get smart. Yeah, yeah it is. Now that doesn't mean I'm choosing it. <laughs> I'm just giving it credit for what it is. I think it's funny that people don't talk about Get Smart. Yeah. But they talk about Inspector Gadget. I think Inspector Gadget had a bigger hold on pop culture just because of the era. Yeah. You know, the 80s, it was like the golden age of pop culture. Like it was kind of the the quote unquote birth of pop culture in a lot of ways where it was the the tie in. Everything had like, you know, merchandise and like syndicated, you know, episodes. And it was just very it was it was a whole different language than the, the television shows that came before it. It really was. All right. I'm going to be the one. Shira. That's my pick. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh. Inspector Gadget aside, we're giving it props. It's great. Shiro's groundbreaking. Uh, it made it okay to be a girl and like this kind of shit. And come on, and J. Michael Straczynski wrote a lot of it. It was a great show. It really it was, was. It was selling toys, but that one, because the eyeballs weren't, like the Mattel overlords weren't looking over it as much, mm-hmm. it was really good. And really... Sure. Comparing She-Ra and He-Man, the the villains in She-Ra had bite. Yeah. Yeah. All He-Man had going for it was Skeletor, which is the villain of all villains. But that's besides He's the, the villain of all villains, but he's constantly bumbling. Yeah. Yeah. And Whereas like, Hordak really, Hordak fumbled, but really, he was kind of fucking scary. And it was the first cartoon to give a gay pioneer the spotlight in Grizzler. Indeed. But also we can't really be, uh, be sure with Skeletor if he actually wanted to kill Prince Adam or fuck him. I mean, there there was a lot of questionable antics there, yeah. like jump, jumping out of his birthday cake and stuff, you know, have a, have an oiled up muscle bound skeleton man, jump out of your birthday cake. You start having questions about your sexuality. Hey Mike. And really like, <laughs> I hope you're ready for your birthday in a few weeks. <laughs> and who doesn't want to give credit to Shira for that like groundbreaking episode of Bowfuck Seahawk? <laughs> <laughs> the new, but, yeah, the new Shira. It, it, in all, oh no, I'm talking about the classic one there. <laughs> I say, all, all kidding aside, there there were some Shira episodes that were kind of crazy. Like there was the book burning episode. Do you guys remember that one? Yes. Yeah. With uh, oh god, was it Clawful that or tongue? No, tongue lasher. Yeah, tongue was lasher was on Shira. Yeah, I always get that because their their cartoon looks were very similar in the face. Yeah, I think um, they just had a name. They didn't have a toy, so like generic lizard guy. Yeah. <laughs> um. But, that was a weird episode. Let's keep this brisk. 
This one, I don't know. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. yes. Captain Planet versus the Pound Puppies. I'm, I gotta go Captain Planet. Do you want a Earth, shit sandwich wind, or a turd water, taco? Air, fire. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't a fan of either, but at least Captain Planet had that damn earworm of a song. So, yeah, and Captain it has the Don Planet. Cheadle video. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and the robot chicken video with Ted Turner. <laughs> Recycler, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Captain Planet. <laughs> I've watched a lot of pound puppies and they have the main puppy that has the like the coat. Even though the, the merchandise didn't look like the cartoon. Mm-hmm. I never liked it. Because every episode was always like sad kid, we have to save the kid. I just didn't give a shit. Um, See now if they had implemented a villain like a true villain. <laughs> like a Cruella like, Deville. Yeah. I, 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 like mix Cruella Deville with the um the the junk man from uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh jeez. And it would have been like a perfect dog catcher character. Yeah. Um and having said that, like let's get the like the cat right out of the bag. Uh Captain Planet was not a good show. Captain Planet's no. not a good show. You have the problem of earth, wind, fire, water, cool powers, heart. heart. <laughs> so like they're in a battle with like the villains were really cool in Captain Planet. The heroes sucked. And it's like, you know, I'm gonna throw rocks at you, I'm gonna make it I'm gonna blow you off your thing, I'm gonna set you on fire. What's Kwame or like was it Kwame? He was the Earth guy. Uh whoever Heart was, the little Incan kid would hug yeah. you. Like Well, now now let's now let, let's give credit where credit is due. Without Captain Planet, could we have had Lilu from Fifth Element? Okay. Because keep in mind, she was the fifth element, which was was love. It was heart. Well, so oh fuck you. <laughs> so With... he gives you like tight pants. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well. All right. I'm so, just like, saying. You go to I'm Epstein still Island, yeah. and he gives you boners. When, when I when I watched the fifth element for the first time, and they revealed it, I was like. Like in Captain Planet? Like, I was, I literally was sitting in the theater thinking about Captain Planet. So I'm just saying. I want to watch that movie again. Um, all right. So we're all in agreement, Captain Planet? Yes. Yeah. Fuck you, pound puppies. Mike, hold <laughs> on to something. Uh oh. I'm really, really, really sorry. Oh, no. Okay. Really sorry. <laughs> X Men. Oh, fuck. Versus Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, come on, dude. Now, as Spider-Man, now aside, you you may not want to watch X-Men. You're gonna fucking watch. Which whichever one takes this, we have to give X-Men its own special award for the best animated theme song of all time. Oh, you guys said Ducktales, and I was like, just wait for X-Men. Yeah, no, I mean Ducktales. No, but see, Ducktales is the most singable theme song yes. x-men it's just the most rockin fucking theme song that ever existed I'm still can you guys agree when the the fox x-men movie came out it's okay right yeah i mean hugh jackman and, and patrick stewart and ian mckellis it's got some great characters it's not the best of the franchise but if the trailer had the cartoon theme attached to it the goosebumps you would get in the theater would be nuts. Oh yeah, just well, like, it's like the hype of it. Yeah, no, I mean it's like the way they uh, 
they hyped Professor X in Multiverse of Madness. Yep, I was just thinking that. Sh- when he showed up with that, it was immediately like, oh, fuck. Yes. Now, people cheered when I saw that in the theater. Like when when that little that little musical cue played, like you know, people literally yelled out because it was so good. But now you know, X-Men I'm giving aside, it to X Men. X Men aside, the thirteen episodes of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, they're so good. Are fucking amazing. Is and they're it, still good. I've rewatched them in the last few years. Uh, but so were the X Men episodes. I yeah. know. I've rewatched those too. That's why X Men's like, so really good. Tough. They're gonna continue it. 30 years later. Yeah, meanwhile, Dungeons and Dragons could never get their final episodes to get those kids home. Um, well, Mike, they didn't make it home. They made it to the labyrinth and died. I, I know. <laughs> but uh, I got to go X-Men. Fuck, that hurt. That hurt. <sighs> yeah, I'm going X-Men, too. Uh-oh. I love Dungeons and Dragons. It's Uh-oh. so good. Avengers is so awesome. Seriously, and I mean, come on, War Duke shows up in some of the episodes, but I will say this, the the, the one little tipping point aside from the, the series not ending um, is that Dungeon Master is a fucking dick. <laughs> like, that guy is such a dick, and he's supposed to be like the Yoda of the show. Who's the, like, the dickhead with the shield? Um, oh, oh, God, what is his name? Was it Peter? No. Yes. Is it Peter? He, he sucked. I hated him. So, yeah, no, he he was he was the what the uh, paladin. Yeah. Thing. Um, but no, dungeon master fucking suck because it's like here are these kids that just show up in this magical world and he's like, hey, here's some magical weapons. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the the littlest kid. Let's give him a, a magic club that lets him destroy everything. It's like what the fuck. All right. Yeah. Uh, should we should we have a, a after after that sting? Should we take yes. a brief commercial break? Uh, we have just like this episode was a secret. We have a secret commercial. Are you guys ready? Oh, I am. All right, Josh. You know what to do. Hi, hi there. Do you like pancakes? Have you ever thought yourself? Oh, man, I want to eat so many pancakes. I just want to be a big fat lady when I'm done. Well, come on down to Buffalo Bill's House of Pancakes. We've got all the different pancake specials. that will make you feel precious. And you know what? Everyone that leaves Buffalo Bill's Pancake House feels like they're a size 14. Buffalo Bill's Pancake House. They're so good, I'll make you say, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I was muted for that. <laughs> oh, Buffalo Bill. Uh, Buffalo Bill is just endless comedy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Make me feel precious. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, but the fucking syrup in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Are you guys ready for a very random? <laughs> What's that? We have the 
Second half of the first round. Tell me when you guys are ready. I am ready. I'm ready. This is a very random matchup. <laughs> um, here we go. Denver the Last Dinosaur. <laughs> you guys fans? <laughs> like earworms. He's my friend. And a whole and lot, lot more. more. A lot more. Uh, takes on Transformers. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I mean, Transformers. There's, there's no contest here. Fuck Denver. Um, let me say this, though. I don't think Transformers is a good cartoon. Really? I, I'm not a fan. <laughs> but I... Again, I like I did like the like the first season or so of Transformers. I watched it religiously. There are episodes that are very good. And then there are episodes that are really fucking weird. Like does is am I remembering it wrong or did Sea Spray want to fuck a human? Oh, you know, you're remembering that right. I'm isn't that where he got the like oh no, it wasn't him. That was Power Glide. But the whole Power Glide episode was just as fucked up. Where Power Glide <laughs> got a heart. Yeah, like there I just I vaguely remember Sea Spray like wanting to become human because he was in love with a woman. And I I could be remembering this wrong, like through the, the lens no, I'm, of I'm pretty like, sure you're 30 remembering years. that right. <laughs> um But I remember even as a kid being like that that's that's weird. Like it was kinda like anytime I heard like the Ninja Turtles get attracted to April, I'm like, that that's weird. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that. That's not right. Uh, I was going to, for everybody listening, I wanted to put Beast Wars in here, mm-hmm. but then I was like, you know what? Then you can't have two of the same. Cause I feel a lot of people would be like, you got to have Transformers on this list. Yeah. So I picked Transformers over Beast Wars. Beast Wars is an amazing cartoon, but it got left out. I'm sorry. Make your own podcast. Um, <laughs> Transformers wins, but I'm going to say Denver, the last dinosaur, because why the fuck not? Fucking Denver. You know, you know what? I, Denver is one of those shows, and I don't know if you guys have these type of memories, but there were those shows that you kind of begrudgingly watched because there was nothing else on television. Yeah. And that was Denver for me. That was a Sunday morning cartoon, and it was after the good cartoons were over, and then it was like whatever sport was on, random like you know paid television infomercials and Denver. or like or Denver. Yeah, and it's yeah. like I guess I'm watching Denver. I never got this. Like, yeah, it was always like your local bowling league was on TV. <laughs> right. But then, like, I always I, the good shows were on at six in the morning. Yep. And then, like, as you went on in the morning, like middle of the morning and late in the, the morning were crap. I would say uh, between six and nine a.m. were all the best shows. Yeah. Like, I loved like Robotech, which isn't on here. Mm-hmm. It was always on at like five thirty in the morning. It's like, who the fuck is up then? Even as yep. a kid, I didn't get up that early. Same. Uh in Denver, you know, I'm putting it on here because just I want to be a contrarian, but he has a coat. You know, he's a cartoon dinosaur. It'd be a lot cooler if he was like a fucking raptor that ate people, <laughs> like a real dinosaur, not like a skateboarding guitar playing. But, yeah. but he's a dinosaur that performs sexual favors for children. This is true. Yeah. He's a friend and so much more. Uh, all right. This next one, I know what's going to happen, but it this how... The, the crumbs shook out. Scooby Doo mm-hmm. takes on Jabberjaw. <laughs> I mean Scooby Doo, but I did love Jabberjaw. I another yeah, I worm. I don't think there's any question there. Uh, was one of you guys farting? No, I was wondering what that noise was too. 
Josh? I, I was walking around. Okay, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it I like was farting. farting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, si- side note, speaking of farts, I went to go get groceries this morning, and as I was in the parking lot loading my car, I dropped something and bent over to pick it up, and I was like, and the dude that was parked like three block, three spaces over just went, ah, nice. <laughs> and I couldn't stop laughing. I just fart laughed. <laughs> I thought it was fucking hilarious. I'm like, it's just two of us out here in the parking lot at 630 in the morning. Oh, anyway. All right. You guys, this one, I know what's going to happen, but here we go. The Ewoks cartoon. <laughs> I wanted to have one Star Wars cartoon on here because Star Wars versus Thundercats. Hmm. Yeah, I know. The Ewoks cartoon is hot dog shit. It is, but Thundercats kind of is, too. And I know that's a controversial statement no, in some Thundercats crowds, but sucks. I am not. I mean, now, if we're talking the first reboot that they did, what was that? The early 2000s but, or mid 2000s? Yeah. That was fucking awesome. See, but, but like, what is, other than the fact that it's terrible, what is iconic about the Ewoks cartoon? At least with Thundercats, you had thunder, 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 Thundercats, yeah. oh! Just True. right. And, I mean, let's let's be honest, as cheesy as Mumra was, he was basically a second-rate Skeletor. He was a cool design. And, yeah. honestly, all of the villains were cool designs, and their lair was fucking badass. The so. the Rankin Bass trilogy of Thundercats, Silverhawks, and Tiger Sharks mm-hmm. all have the same gimmick and the same big bad guy that transforms into something bigger and crazier in awesome Japanese animation. Mm-hmm. So remember, Mumra turns into Mumra the Ever Living, yeah. and it's yep. always the same recycled badass animation sequence. Same thing with Silverhawks Monstar looked awesome, <laughs> and then he was like. Even more awesome. I always like that about that. Ewoks, though? Yeah. Uh, it's like, we got to save the berries from the the snorkel arb. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, it's like... At least the Ewok movies had Brimley. Or one of them, you know, had Brimley. That's true. I genuinely like the two Ewok movies. Those don't get enough love. I just watched them like a year ago. They were great. The cartoons are kind of just... You know. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's basically recycled Smurf concepts for yeah. Ewoks. And, like, um, I was the ripe age for the Ewoks when the Ewoks came out. Me too. I was, like, six, seven, but I didn't give a shit. Didn't do anything. Yeah, I'm going to have to go Thundercats. But, you me know, too. when you were talking about the transformation sequences, I suddenly got it merged in my head with Sailor Moon, and then I was picturing Mumra as Sailor Moon, and I couldn't stop giggling <laughs> over here. <laughs> Uh, uh, shout out to Sailor Moon. I didn't include you on here because you're more of a Toonami thing. Mm-hmm. Um, no Dragon Ball either. I'm sorry, guys. No, fuck Dragon Ball. I hate Dragon Ball. Here we go. This one. This is the one I think we're going to have our first upset. Are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. E-Man and the Masters of the Universe takes on Gargoyles. <sighs> I'm, you I'm, can't. I'm you saying can't it right now. See it, but the silence implied my eyes narrowing in a threatening <laughs> way. I'll be it. I'll do it. Gargoyles. Yeah. The He-Man cartoon isn't that good. 
No, it's not. It has it has some great concepts, and there's definitely some shit that that holds up to this day. Like without that, we would never have had all of the Skeletor memes that we have now that have taken on the life of their own. Um, you kind of need Skeletor like in his little running away pose for those memes. We wouldn't have Skeletor. Yeah, Which, that's true. If you wanted a mascot to sum up Saturday morning cartoons in the eighties. It's Skeletor. Yeah, this is true. He is the like the weird thing you get in the 80s Olympics to pimp your whatever. Like, thank you. You made Skeletor. That's awesome. But everything else. The toys are more important than. And you also got that like end of episode, you know, He-Man and Tila come on and tell kids that like when your uncle wants to touch you in the barn, say no. You know, like that was the important lesson, which is also in G.I. Joe, like to make it feel like it wasn't a toy commercial. Yeah, but that, that, see, it was just like the mandated thing they had to do. Gargoyles, Gargoyles had an awesome cartoon yeah. and awesome toys. Uh, but Gargoyles was like. A lot of the episodes were really, really good. The story has a beginning, middle and end. You know, yeah, that was that was cartoon first you know, merchandise secondary, or at least, I mean, that's how it felt. Um, you know, whereas with He-Man, it was obviously just, I mean, we know the origin of that. They, they literally pitched it while trying to sell the toys. Like, oh yeah, we got a cartoon coming out. Like um, they just made it up and, off the top of their head. And here's, here's a fun callback to another, something we were talking about already in that, uh, in the DuckTales reboot, there is a great Gargoyles Easter egg. Really? Oh yeah. I, what did I miss that? What what it, was it? It's a very tiny Easter egg, but uh Manny the headless horse of the apocalypse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he finally gains his head towards the end of the series, uh it's a very brief moment where like his head is reattached and he come and he becomes the headless or the horse of the apocalypse and he uh Sprouts giant wings and is voiced by Keith David, and uh, the theme to Gargoyles plays in the background okay, as he as he exclaims, "I live again!" That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, when I was doing this deep dive for some of these, uh, I really wanted to freshen up on Silverhawks for some reason because it's on Tubi, and I mm. watch it occasionally. I just I have a soft spot for it. Uh, they talked about the reboot of Thundercats. And they threw in all these Rankin-Bass Easter eggs. The plan for the show, if it was successful, was to bring in the Silverhawks and then to bring in the Tiger Sharks, which is like the third iteration of Rankin-Bass space animal shows. Mm -hmm. So I never realized, but there is a tease for Monstar, the big villain in Silverhawks, to come in to Thundercast, but the show got canceled. Oh, oh, shit. Um, All right, this one, you guys ready? Try not to laugh. Bobby's World. Uh, for like our listeners that are like younger than us, and they'd be like, "Oh, I can't believe it didn't include Bobby's World." There you go, fucking Bobby's World. You're welcome. Versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have watched the original uh, TMNT series as recently as five years ago. So I think. I think Howie Mandel is about to suffocate in that glove. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, Ninja Turtles, hands down. Um, I was kind of going through, like, the Fox Kids original 
programming, and I was like, Eek the Cat? No. Tasmania? No. I loved Eek the Cat. I was going to say, I actually loved both of those. You know what? I never knew this. Eek the Cat was only 13 episodes, because it was on for years. I thought it had like 100, and it didn't. It was like a little tiny run. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I have a soft spot for like weird cat shows. Like I also loved Heathcliff back in the day. I think Heathcliff is better than Garfield. I, I love yeah. Garfield as well. And I'll agree with you on that actually. Um, also neither included on the list. I'm sorry. <laughs> you ready? Here we go. Yes. Oh boy. Voltron. Defender of the universe versus the motherfucking care bears. What? <laughs> 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 okay now I, I did watch both they, i'm not gonna lie um but yeah voltron um I, all i'm gonna say is as soon as they try and activate their care bear stare they're getting decapitated i all right i've watched both shows recently voltron isn't that good no it's not care bears isn't that good either but I really want to see what happens when we have to debate what's better than Ninja Turtles and Care Bears. <laughs> uh, you know what? It doesn't matter because I know who to win that. Um, I'm going to say Care Bears just because I have a daughter. She's watched some of the old ones. Voltron got confusing because they had that second show that wasn't Voltron taped yeah. into it, where it was the vehicle force. And they, it, you're like, what? Uh, so, Mike, you said Voltron? Uh, absolutely. But Josh, also, you said Voltron? Yeah. Keep in mind, Voltron, uh, because of Voltron, we got that amazing robot chicken skit where they do the bring it on thing with Voltron. Okay, yeah, that was pretty cool. Which is pretty amazing. Down to the final four, guys. Of the first bracket. Oh, God. Here you go, ready? Yep. The Littles. Do you remember The Littles? I do. Yeah. Pretty good show. No merchandise. Good show. Around for a long time for some reason. Versus the real Ghostbusters. <laughs> I, I didn't oh. have to. I don't even. I know your answers. I'm not. Even <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> um, I thought you were gonna say like David the Gnome for a minute there. I'm like, I wanted I, to put David the Gnome on here, but I could never remember if it was on Saturday mornings or it was just like Nickelodeon. I think it was just yeah, random, but um, also one of the most disturbing endings to a TV or to a cartoon yeah, ever, where they just die. Yeah. Um, but the real Ghostbusters. Whew. Again, another Mu- J. Michael Straczynski. Yeah. Fucking awesome episodes. That that like okay, that cartoon is responsible for my uh, my lifelong obsession with the concept of the boogeyman. Yep. And Sam it's- Hain. It's because of, the, but but specifically the the Boogeyman episode stuck with me so hard that like as you know as I I grew up like I started reading about like myths about the Boogeyman and it kind of just became part of my like pop culture lexicon like you know, always wanting to talk about that so and and yeah, apparently Frozen Empire is directly uh, influenced by the real Ghostbusters. Here's nice. a thought: What would you guys say if they said okay? Frozen Empire's coming out. We would have heard it by now, but we're going to do a, a, another Ghostbusters cartoon. I'd be down. Because you remember yeah, Ghostbusters Extreme it. was a legacy sequel to the real Ghostbusters? Yeah, and I don't think it was that bad. It got a lot. It got shit no, on, but I didn't think it was that bad. Really good, actually. Um, please, Netflix. I know, right? <laughs> like, Somebody, make that happen. Um, Somebody, anybody. Here we go. The last 
to the Super Friends. Are you picturing that the the splash sound? I can't do it, but that sound effect. Meanwhile, yep. at the Hall of Justice. Yes. Takes on Beetlejuice. Oh, Beetlejuice. Hands down for me. Another classic. Yeah. On amazing cartoon. Beetlejuice. Although, just for fun, I have to chime in with, Oh, we really want fans too. <laughs> yeah. Um, Beetlejuice. We said it three times. Is he going to pop up? Beetle. All right. Uh, do you guys, are you ready for another joke? Oh, indeed. Another commercial break. They're not jokes. They're real. They're real places. You can go to Buffalo Bill's House of Pancakes and eat like a big fat lady. <laughs> so, man, I want to I want to eat so many pancakes that I feel like a big fat lady. I want some hush puppies and syrup. Mm. All right, Josh. Let us know about this commercial and we'll be right back. Oh, hello. It's me, Morgan Freeman. I'm here to tell you about a product that I fully endorse. Ladies, have you ever had a moment where you're in the mood, your faucet is turned on, but there's no water flowing? Well, I can help with Morgan Freeman's wet ass pussy lubricant. That's right. You can go from the Sahara Desert to a summer slip and slide with Morgan Freeman's wet ass pussy lubricant. Don't worry about throwing a hot dog down the hallway. Hell, you could take the whole damn hallway with Morgan Freeman's wet ass pussy lubricant. Can I get my money now? (laughs) What the fuck? Now I just want to hear Morgan Freeman do a reading of all the lyrics. Uh, Oh boy. Macaroni in a pot. That's some wet ass pussy. All right, guys, things are going to get a little more competitive and go a little faster now. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Oh, indeed. Tier two. Now we got the tough guys here. The cream of the crop. The alpha whatever cartoons. G.I. Joe. to the top. That's right. G.I. Joe, a real American hero, takes on the toxic crusaders. Which is the better cartoon? Um, I'm going to go G.I. Joe, but I understand if you guys don't. This is, because, this, oh, good. This is a genuinely tough one. Because Toxic Crusaders, keep in mind, like, it was always that, like, like season three of Ninja Turtles level of humor where it was just kind of wacky all the time. And like everybody like Toxic Crusaders was a type of cartoon where Toxie could put on like, you know, a letterman jacket and a baseball cap and suddenly no one would notice he's Toxie. 
where yeah, I've got to give it to Toxie. You you've sold me. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was just gonna say it was it was that very cheesy type of humor. Whereas like GI Joe, the first like sixty episodes or so was straight up just you know military fantasy sci fi storylines. They had a few like humorous episodes in there, like the Viper. Um, but you know, for the most part, it was they were serious storylines until like you know everything started to take off, and then they went silly because that always tends to happen. Once too many kids are watching, they're like, "Oh, you got to dumb it down, make it make it safe for the kids." <sighs> Fuck. So, Josh, you're saying Toxic Crusaders and Mike is saying yep. G.I. Joe. I am. Oh, God. G.I. Joe is inconsistent. Toxic Crusaders is short and consistent. I think peak G.I. Joe episodes are better than peak Toxic Crusaders episodes. Animation quality I would give to Toxic Crusaders over G.I. Joe. That what surprises have I watched, me. What have I watched? Well, Toxic Crusaders has like the stylized and it's goopy and slimy. Yeah. Uh, fuck, what have I watched more? Probably G.I. Joe because there's more episodes. Fuck. Um, fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck. Noise, noise, noise. Um, God damn it. <laughs> I can't. Damn it. I feel what you, Mike. Damn it. I'm sorry. This is like <laughs> the regrets to show debate. How do you decide? Well, and, and that's the thing because it's like they're both really good shows, and then you have to start breaking it down from there. Because I, you know, I, I will, I will agree with you here that because G.I. Joe ran longer, there's more memorable episodes. But in the short time Toxic Crusaders was around, it was it it was a very fun show. Um, I just personally know right now, given the chance, like which one would I watch more of? I'd probably watch more G.I. Joe. Yeah. You're right there. Fuck. G.I. Joe. Woo! Um... I really want to just like on principle take Toxic Avengers, but that's not the right way to do this. You know? Yeah. I don't like, know. It's <laughs> it's a horror show. You know, it's based on the Toxic Avengers. You're a horror like show. That's right. <laughs> Are you guys ready? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Here we go. Gem, Gem versus the Smurfs. Oh, Gem. Gem. Yeah. Fuck the Smurfs. Sorry, it's that point where I'm like out on the Smurfs. You know, you're not better than Jim. You can eat no. shit. All right, here we go. Jim had amazing music too. Yeah, Ducktales versus Shira. Ah, uh, well, you son of a bitch. I know. I gotta I, give it to Ducktales, man. Same Ducktales. Yeah, Shira. I, I loved. I loved Shira. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, Ducktales. Like you know, Shira was fun. But Ducktales, I just I've watched it and it's like, wow, that was a great episode. Mm-hmm. You don't Scrooge say that just, about Shira. Scrooge just swooped in, grabbed her sword of power, and threw it in his money bin. <laughs> I mean, I would sit down now and rewatch Ducktales. I'm not sure that I would sit down now and rewatch Shira in the same way. Yeah, like I think Mermista is wearing like a maid's outfit, cleaning Scrooge McDuck's statue collection right now. <laughs> Actually, no, like, she was a she's swimming dolphin. in his money. 
Yeah, there we go. Swimming in his mud. No, he had her executed. She's the sea monster that ate his ice cream. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> he sent Gizmo Duck after her. <laughs> All right, you guys, you guys ready for a massacre? <laughs> yes. Captain Planet versus X Men. <laughs> right? Yeah. No. Well, I guess. I guess five of the X-Men have those rings now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that green mullet motherfucker is going down. There's no, it's, it's not even a question. Like, I, I no. bet you nobody would ever say Captain Planet is better than X-Men. <laughs> I, can, I can just hear, like, 97 Wolverine muttering, like, got that trinket ring from a Cracker Jack box. Sneak it, sneak it. I can imagine just being like, why the fuck am I here? <laughs> like, what is this? Here, Scott, it looks like it fit you. I'm just picturing Wolverine gutting the little heart kid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, huh. Bob. Huh. I guess he wasn't a sentinel in disguise. All right. <laughs> this is probably, yeah, a lot of these coming up are just like, I don't know. Transformers versus Scooby-Doo. Oh, Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. the Transformers, but it's it's more about the lore, not the actual cartoon. I could watch Scooby Doo any day. Yeah. Like zoinks. Any iteration of Scooby Doo, like a well, not pup named Scooby Doo, but I can watch like the Scrappy Doo episodes, the Thirteen mm. Ghosts, the newer uh, even, ones are great. Even the James Gunn movies are fun. Yeah, yeah, they are now. The modern Transformer cartoons, like of the last 20 years, there's some really good Transformers cartoons. Yeah. But we're talking G1, and now yeah. Scooby-Doo has that beat hands down. Absolutely. Uh, okay. I'm pretty sure I know where this is going, but you never know. Thundercats. Mm-hmm. Takes on Gargoyles. Gargoyles. Yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah, those, those kitty cats are going down. <laughs> uh, better toys, too. Mm-hmm. Another one I'm pretty sure. Voltron versus the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Donatello just remade Voltron to look like a bunch of turtles instead of cats. Yeah, much, it, yeah, it's made out of like garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Ninja Turtle fashion. Um, he fires pizzas from his sword now. Mike, have you rewatched the show? Does it hold up? It does, especially the earlier stuff. The earlier stuff almost has that, like, Hennen Lauder-style New York dumbed down for kids. Okay. Um, which I fucking love. Like, the the first, uh, again, the, the five-episode miniseries with uh, the neutrinos and, you know, uh, Krang turning giant. It's really good. Um, some of the, the plot lines are really stupid as, as hell, but uh, it's still fun. Like... Some of the humor is really good. Like the episode where Shredder and Michelangelo swap personalities is fucking hilarious. You know, just hearing Uncle Phil talk like Michelangelo cracks me up every time. Um, (laughs) It's just it just doesn't work, but it's fucking funny. Um, You are my only friend. (laughs) Yes. When you get into the older, the, the, the later seasons, it's like, what the hell? Yeah, I think Ninja Turtles, I mean, it served its purpose, but it really overstayed its welcome. Oh, um, when, when they start mutating a second time and they have, uh, oh my God, I can't remember his fucking name, but they have that little like Kino style kid join them 
um, as like the fifth turtle, but he mutates into a weird like yellow Hulk all the time. It's bizarre as hell. Yeah. Uh, here's an aside. I want your opinion, guys. 2012 Nickelodeon Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. I had a second cartoon I was going to throw that up against, and I completely fucking forgot what it was. It, it doesn't oh, matter wait. because 2012 no. wins. Wait. Yep. Batman, the animated series. Which one? Batman the animated series. 2012 Turtles. What's the better cartoon? I'm still going with 2012 Ninja Turtles. And I fucking love Batman the animated series, but 2012 Ninja Turtles made me cry as a grown ass man. <laughs> yeah. So I'm All giving right. it I'm, to 2012 Turtles. I'm going to say, and, and this is probably the only time you will hear me saying this. I think they could stand toe to toe against each other. Um, I mean, they probably could. I think. Just, because I think they both do the same thing brilliantly. And that's at the time they came out, they paid tribute to everything that had come before. Yeah. Well, still being completely pick. their own thing. You know, when somebody says like, go in your head, you have to pick, kill me. <laughs> uh, because those are my Batman and Joker and they always will be. Oh, absolutely. Because they're for anyways, we don't have time. And I'm I'm sure we've all heard Mark Mark Hamill's recent interviews. And in uh, his his point blank take on people asking what it would take for him to return to the Joker. Oh yeah. And him basically just saying, like, whenever they called me, my first question would always be, Is Kevin Batman? Because if Kevin's Batman, I'm in. So that should answer your question. Yeah. Yep. Mark Hamill, you're the best. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Beetlejuice versus the real Ghostbusters. Ooh, that that is I, tough, but I'm going real Ghostbusters. I was going to say, uh, go, real Ghostbusters just busted Beetlejuice. <laughs> I mean, I, I love that Beetlejuice cartoon, and I, I love the opening credits. Like, the opening credits for that show are fantastic. But uh, now Ghostbusters, he, more, they have just many more better episodes. Um, yep, he, he's in yeah. that containment chamber now. I, <laughs> Beetlejuice is a really, really good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where it's streaming, but if you can watch it, it holds up. It's great. We have... But does it have episodes like Collect Call of Cthulhu? No. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, we have, I think this is clearly like worked out where we have the eight best Saturday morning cartoons facing off against each other. So are you guys ready? Oh, so we get to the final two? Yes. Here we go. Jim, she's truly outrageous, takes on G.I. Joe, a real American hero. Uh... Well, I believe Jem just took a bullet to the head. I was yeah. gonna say as much as 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 Jem is pretty good, you know. Uh, yeah, she was just shot to death. There was I'm, an airstrike. I'm Again, sorry. Thinking thinking about Robot Chicken, that what made her truly, truly, truly outrageous was her penis. <laughs> <laughs> but that uh, did not save her against the barrage of bullets from GI Joe. Tr- Trouser Snake just took down every one of the holograms. <laughs> But uh, fun fact, they're in the same universe. You guys want to yes, look up for that? It's pretty yep. cool. Um, ah, shit. 
I'm going mean, to save this. Cold, cold Slither could kick the Misfits' ass. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> cold Slither would fuck the Misfits. <laughs> they really would. Just saying. The lobby list is the Misfits' new lead singer. That's right. Oh, boy. Cobra Law. All right. <laughs> this one, I'm, I'm curious what you guys think about this, because I don't know if I can pick right yet. Uh, Gargoyles versus Scooby-Doo. Gargoyles. Yeah, you know, as much as, again... Scooby-Doo is very important to pop culture. A lot of amazing episodes. Love the designs of all the villains. But Gargoyles is just a much better show. Uh, now, I I haven't, I didn't end up getting all the way through it, but I did start a rewatch of Gargoyles not terribly long ago. Sometime, sometime like midway through last year. Mm-hmm. And fuck, that show is impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And the um, animation style is gorgeous. I'm going Scooby-Doo. It doesn't matter. Gargoyles won. Mm-hmm. Um, Scooby-Doo is very important as like a gateway to horror through cartoons. Mm-hmm. In that classic like late 60s, early 70s Hammer style that I love. Um, and it's always kept that aesthetic. Um, and it's consistent and I like it. Now, but, if it had been granted, I will. I appreciate that this it overall, in the general sense, is not as good as the original Scooby Doo. But if it had been Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo with Vincent Price, then I would have had pause. Yeah. Um, uh, side side note for uh, those listening, because we haven't talked about toys in a while. New wave of Toonie Terrors is starting to hit Target, so keep your eyes out for Vincent Price and the Tar Man. Ooh. Yes. Um, right in the tails of the last wave, which was Megan and the creep. Or not the creep. Um, the fiend. The fiend from Misfits. Uh, they come in solid cases. It's not like a mixed case. So you might find one and not all of them. Somebody didn't buy them all. They just got one of them in. Um, I'll re- I opened Megan up the other day. I'll review her on the next week's episode. She's a, a weird toy. Here we go. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles take on the real Ghostbusters. Oh, you son of a bitch. I like turtles. What's, what's the better <laughs> show? I, I gotta I, give it to Turtles. Really? As much as I love the Ghostbusters, uh, I gotta give it to Turtles. I'm gonna go Ghostbusters. But again, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but, I think, but they are both amazing. They are um, yeah. If you ask me right now, what do you want to watch? I could watch any episode of Ghostbusters, but like Mike said, those first five Turtles episodes peak, mm-hmm. and it's kind of inconsistent. I mean, honestly, the first three seasons of Ninja Turtles are really good, and they have a, an episode that takes place in Niagara Falls, which is kind of fun. Really? Um, yeah. What episode? Uh, God, I forget the name of it, but I, I know Krang and Shredder wanted to use the falls for something. I don't even remember what it was. But yeah, I was like, holy shit, wait, how did I not notice this as a kid? <laughs> like, and they left the mutagen behind? They may have. Which could um, ex- Well, that, maybe the mutagen actually came out of Love Canal. You know, you never know. You never know. All right, here's the last big one. I la- it wasn't going in order because this one, I think, has got a lot of debate to it. <sighs> DuckTales versus the X-Men. <laughs> you what's the better sucker. show <laughs> <laughs> oh that is not nice i know 
Sophie's Choice. You got to pick one. Oh, shit. It really now, is. Now, I will... I will go so far as to say I think this is a very, very interesting versus. It's a styles clash. Not only do the styles clash, but they both obviously uh, take their cues from very well-written comics. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting that both of them facing off against each other have that specific background of like, yeah, some of the others might have, might have come from comics or something to that degree. Both of these were incredibly well-written comics. Yep. Right. Um, the shows are both incredibly consistently good. Mm-hmm. They both have like distinct animation styles. They both have the best fucking theme songs. Fuck dude. You know, We probably watch them equally. This is tough and it hurts a little bit, but I'm going to give it ever so slightly to X-Men. Only because, and that's only because if it were the modern DuckTales, no question I'd give it to DuckTales. But the classic DuckTales, I definitely hit that era as I'm sure a lot of kids did, where it was just kind of like, yeah, I don't want to watch DuckTales. It's, it's a, a kiddie show. And while I, as an adult, appreciate that that was stupid of me, the, the little kid in me is immediately just like, let's sit down on a Saturday morning and watch X-Men. Right. Yeah. See now. And I say I, that with great pain. I absolutely loved and still love the X-Men cartoon. But I think I might have watched more DuckTales. Like I consistently went back and rewatched DuckTales whenever it was on. Um it's like you want to take the loser and hug him and cry. Right. It's like, I'm so sorry I have to fire you. You're a great employee, but you know what uh, I mean? Here's your coffee mug and a t-shirt. Like I, Mike, I, I hate to do this to you, but I'm going to go DuckTales. You, you got to be the tiebreaker here. Oh, and uh, either one I'd be happy with because I, I love them both so much. But I, it, it, for me, it's... Simply because in, in, you know, 2024, I reference DuckTales more than I do X-Men. Mm. It, it's left a, just a lasting mark on me. These guys, the shows are equal in so many ways. Yeah. Everything is like equally matched theme song, watchability. I've seen the same amount of episodes. I can think of the same amount of episodes, just pull them out of my head. Like, remember that episode? Remember that episode? I mean, iconic cartoon characters in Scrooge McDuck and Wolverine, like you hear them in your head. Mm-hmm. Like, anytime I hear that Wolverine voice actor, I know it's him. Oh, yeah. And like, fucking Scrooge McDuck. Launchpad. 
Fuck. I apologize to anybody else who wanted any other Disney afternoon cartoons. I did not put Chip and Dale, uh, Tailspin, oh, or Super Wobblami. Um, all of them. Dark, Darkwing Duck. I figured, like, DuckTales is the best representation. No gummy bears. Yep, that's fair. Because mm-hmm. I don't think any of those would have made it as far as DuckTales as, as well. I think Darkwing might have. Yeah, Darkwing would have. Fuck. It's it's tough. I know. Jesus. Side note, while I am not truly butthurt about it, because I understand it was very, very much like Batman and uh, Ren and Stimpy, uh, this was not so much a Saturday morning cartoon. I did get some Saturday or Sunday morning play occasionally, but I want to give an honorable mention to Animaniacs for being yeah within that era of amazing amazing animation that was just really well written um i did not include freakazoid animaniacs pinky and the brain which is a spin-off which is of animaniacs tiny tunes. and tiny tunes tiny tunes all of that amblin cartoon wb stuff it didn't fit it was just on the outskirts enough where i put it out it's, and most sorry. of that was afternoon cartoons, anyway. Um, and yeah, it it got some weekend morning syndication, but it was it always premiered afternoons. Uh, also, honorable mention to the Tick. Oh yeah, almost the made Tick the cut. Would have swept it. Yeah, I was gonna say I I I have that on box set and I still watch it. I love. The yep. Tick. Yeah. Uh, I also really wanted to include Pee-wee's Playhouse, but it doesn't fit. Um. Oh God, I don't want to decide. <laughs> X Men. There you go. Um, you know why? I was like, what would I want to watch right now? It, well, and you know, side note, uh, the the movie that we're going to be covering next on the Boogeyman's Closet, The Brain, uh, features the guy who did the voice acting yes. for Beast. I love yeah, that for- guy. I love mm-hmm. that movie. Yep. I couldn't find it for the longest time. I bought it on VHS. Ha. It's such a wacky movie. I love it. One final commercial, and then we're on the final four, the biggest, baddest Saturday morning cartoons. Are you guys ready? Yes. Oh, I'm so ready. Time to mute, Mike. <laughs> Hi-o. Kermit the Frog here. And... As most people do, I bet you're wondering, Kermit, aside from hanging out with Werner Herzog, what do you do to keep your anus the right size to have someone's fist inside you all day long? Well, I'll tell you. It's the new Muppet brand butt plugs. Affectionately named Muppet plugs. That's right, they come in a variety of sizes, and they're increasing sizes, so you can start out small, and then get big enough to have the biggest fist in the universe up your backside. Now, they come in a variety of shapes and sizes, so they can fit everything from pigs to bears. Waka, waka! To real chickens. Real chickens. That's right. So you can use the mutt plugs on everything. That's right. I shortened it to mutt plugs because, hey, it's going in your butt, not in your mouth. <laughs> oh, 
That's just fucking wrong. <laughs> uh, another honorable mention that got left off because I wanted one more kind of classic Hanna-Barbera cartoon instead was Muppet Babies. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I think would have made it far. Yeah. That's another one with a damn zinger of a theme song. Yep. Muppet Babies and make our dreams come true. <laughs> Muppet, Muppet, Muppet. I also love the fact that every time they opened up the closet, it was just Star Wars. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> great, great fucking show. But I, I don't think it would have beaten G.I. Joe, Gargoyles, Ninja Turtles, or X-Men. No. So if you're kicking your radio right now, or you're, you're wherever your phone probably where you're getting your podcast from, I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Uh, file a complaint letter to... Uh, one, two, three, go fuck yourself, Lane. And uh, we'll get right back to you. Is that a little insensitive to our listeners? <laughs> no. No, not at all. Um, no, I'm sorry if I missed very, it. It's very insensitive for you to have them sending mail to me, as that is my personal address. <laughs> and I will not return any of that mail. <laughs> Nor will I respond to it. All right, guys. Do you want the left side or the right side? Which should we go with first? Ah, well, the left side is the sinister side, so let's go with that. X-Men versus G.I. Joe, a real American hero. I know my pick. Well, I do love me some G.I. Joe, but uh, I don't think Snake Eyes will be coming home to Mama. (laughs) It's definitely X-Men. My vote goes to the X-Men as well. I'm going to, not that it matters, but my vote is. (laughs) Oh, I fucking love that theme song. If there was ever theme music for when I masturbate. <laughs> um, my, minus the Benny Hill theme. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say okay. that, that that fits for me. <laughs> yeah, all right. You're, you're probably right there. Um, I should go back for one second. Just you know, we're we're picturing these cartoons fighting each other. Just the hilarious knockdown drag out. Like I didn't hear no bell. Level of fight between Scrooge McDuck and Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> How hard was that? <laughs> I also kind of want to see that fight play out. I just, wow. <laughs> it's not. Oh, shit. This one I think is more of a, a battle. The Gargoyles cartoon mm-hmm. versus the Ninja Turtles. Oh. I'm going to go Ninja Turtles. I love Gargoyles, but I'm going Ninja Turtles. It's one of my all-time favorite. You cartoons. know, you know. You mother, I had the I had the goddamn gargoyle theme all fucking queued up. <laughs> it's useless now. But come on, team. Because yeah, no, I I love me some gargoyles, but ain't ain't no way that's that's getting a vote over turtles. Can I share a funny story before I, I tell you my answer? So we've all been here. Let's go back in our time machines. Remember when the four-player Ninja Turtles 
Beat 'em Up came out. Oh fuck yeah. In arcades. Yeah. 1990 probably. So I was so into Ninja Turtles at the time that I would jump on and play with other kids, random strangers, and I would talk to them like they were the other Ninja Turtles. <laughs> so I'd be like, come on, Michelangelo, we got to kill Bebop. Like, I was so into it that I was so unaware of how stupid <laughs> and embarrassing that was. Um, yeah. I'd probably I still do it. If there was, like, headsets and we're playing the classic Ninja Turtles game, I would just call you by, like, come on, Raphael. Oh, yeah. Well, I'd, oh, I'd, I'd, I, I'd I be playing Donatello, would. but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I do have to say, I, I have a very fond memory of the uh, when Turtles in Time came out in the arcades. I had gone to Darien Lake with my family, and I ended up playing Turtles in Time with three other random strangers, and we beat the game. Like, it was just oh. such such a good time, because we all just kept pumping quarters into it until we beat it. Um, my choice is the Ninja Turtles. Um, it's an iconic show. Oh, I don't God. think it has the consistent great episodes that Gargoyles had, mm. but fuck, it's the Ninja Turtles if, cartoon. I think if Gargoyles had been up against, like, anything else, it would have taken it. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. I'm sorry, Gargoyles. Come here, give me a hug. We'll call <laughs> you. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Give me a hug, Keith David. Um, I said hug me, Keith David. Another show that I wanted on here that does not fit is Spawn. Oh yeah, well, that, oh not a, I mean doesn't fit here at all. Yeah, but one of the greatest you know adult animated cartoons ever. Oh yeah, um, I'm still salty that they never did the fourth season. Like I, I was that fucking cliffhanger pisses me off. Hey, Todd McFarlane's <laughs> gonna make his own Spawn movie. He's gonna direct it and act in every role now. Yeah, yeah, and and he's supposed to bring back the cartoon for the last twenty years. Right, Todd. <sighs> Um, now, if he wants to make two new Terror style animated spawn figures. Well, then up. my wall is going to hurt. But he, he won't because it's Todd. Because that would make sense. Mm-hmm. He won't do that. All right, guys, here it is. The final showdown of Ultimate Destiny. The two greatest Saturday morning cartoons face off. And I think these two are the greatest. If you really sit down and think about it, they are. The X-Men versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Son What's the better cartoon? <sighs> and even people listening at home are probably like, fuck. Like, how do you decide? So, I think consistently better. X-Men definitely has consistently better writing and acting. Yeah. Um, Because let's be honest, some of the later Ninja Turtles stuff, like with Mutagen Man, you know, Mr. Seymour Guts himself, Uh um, was pretty damn cheesy. So cute. Um, There was also a lot of stuff that didn't match up quite well between the cartoon and the toys that were being released. Like, not even quite well. They just didn't match up at all. Um, you know, so there was a lot of disconnect there. Uh, but I don't know. I I still fucking love the Ninja Turtles to this day. Like I like I said, I I still like watching it. You got to take the toys out of this. 
I know, I know. I, I'm you trying to take not the, to... the breakfast cereal, the fruit pies, the kids' literally... meal prizes, the pajamas you don't fit in anymore. I literally have Napoleon Bonafrog standing on my desk right now. Um, I just, I just set up my Ninja Turtles for the fifteenth time this year <laughs> in my basement. I'm with you. I'm not a Ninja Turtles hater. I love that franchise. But, but that X-Men cartoon is so good. That I can't think of a bad episode of the, the X-Men cartoon. That is that okay, that I'll give For the you life this. of me. I can't off the top every, of my head, I can't either. Now, like every wait, wait, show, wait. What about the episode where the really racist really racist cabbie is talking to Wolverine? Wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. Like, Wolverine. <laughs> looking at every show we every 32 that we picked there's very few on here that have where i can't think of a bad episode like gargoyles is probably up there mm-hmm. uh real ghostbusters ducktales ducktales maybe beetlejuice dungeons and dragons but the rest have filler shit episodes right another thing like animation style I think X-Men's better. Humor is Ninja Turtles by a mile. Yeah. Kid-friendly Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, what? Here's a good question. What is more inclusive to girls? The X-Men mm. or Ninja Turtles? I feel I was, like they're pretty equal. I was just going to say, I feel like they're on par with one another in that realm. Because both had a lot of female characters, and there was a lot of female character-centric episodes for both. But the females didn't have superpowers. Well, April didn't have superpowers. Neutrinos did. Yeah, okay, there was a few episodes. She became the were-cat. Yeah. Um, But X-Men, you have Jean Grey, Storm Jubilee... Shadow right, cat. but t- that's that's kind of an unfair uh, equivalency there because you know you're talking about a show where all the characters have superpowers versus a show where all right, yeah, know, four of true. them are. You know, it's like yeah, that's kind of like that'd be saying, weird if they had like all the X Men and then there's like Debbie the male lady. <laughs> right. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not that's that's not fair. I don't want to say male lady because uh, what's her name? Uh, Joe Bob, um, who's awesome. And uh, let's be Darcy. fair, you, you missed the biggest superpower in all of the uh, X-Men animated series, which is Rogue's Ass. This is true. Uh, no comment. Uh, um, well, I don't know. Juggernaut's ass is kind of overshadowing her right now. <laughs> <laughs> Them sweet cheeks. <laughs> you know, X-Men introduced me to the concept of hot woman you can never touch. That really like. It Good took lesson. me a while as a, a prepubescent boy to get my head wrapped around that one. It's like, she'll kill you. <laughs> you can't touch her. And I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> like, can I wear gloves? No. Poor, poor no. Gambit. <laughs> well, like, Gambit could, well, he, yeah, he can't supercharge her and blow her up. But, like, that was just, like, the fun dichotomy of that character. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, man. I'm going to say X-Men. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go against it and go Ninja Turtles. I I, I, I love them both. I love them both so much, but I think 
gun to my head type situation. Just I have more nostalgic love for the Ninja Turtles cartoon than I do for X-Men. Josh, I have before more, you answer. More oh, go ahead, Mike. I cut you off. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I, I do have more nostalgic love for the X-Men comics because uh, I was heavily reading the comics when the, the TV show came out. And I had actually sold my Ninja Turtle collection to buy more x-men comics but man Um, some of those some of those archie archie turtles comics and that i still regret it to this day because i sold all of my archie uh ninja turtles and like the mighty mutanimals and all that and i had all of them like and i i sold them off because it was like i was heavy into like the superhero comics and it was right at the birth of image. So I was buying all the image comic books and I was buying like the, what three different X-Men comics. It was like the uncanny X-Men, the blue and gold X-Men. And then there was like X-Force. And then of course, you know, Excalibur. I don't know how many people count that, but I was also buying that. Excalibur um, is awesome. Yeah. It has but X-Men it, in it. It counts. Right. But it's like, I was an, an X-Factor. Of course, I was also buying that one, but it's like, but Jimmy so X-Men is like peak X-Men. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like the comic books, I ha- I think I have more nostalgic love for the comics, even though I fucking adore the Archie uh, Ninja Turtles. I've actually reread the first three storylines uh, online. I, you know, I won't say how I got them, but uh, through illicit means. Um, but I did reread the first three storylines of the Archie comics and they still hold up. They're still th- really fun. I think if you had to pick between classic x-men or classic archie ninja turtles i would pick classic archie ninja turtles what run of the x-men are we talking are we talking <sighs> pre-90s like pre-jim lee uh like chris um, claremont x-men they're i like the entire run of the archie ninja turtles mm-hmm. the like chris claremont early 80s late 70s giant size x-men stuff yeah. Has good stories, but it's not consistent. So I was gonna say that that era I really fucking loved. Like you know, God loves, man kills. Um, I forget the name of the the issue, but there was a standalone issue with Kitty Pride where she was left uh, at the X Mansion by herself, and there's this weird fucking xenomorph style alien chasing her through the mansion. Oh, is that and, the one where she finds Jean's gray Jean Grey's vibrator and like? Yeah, she uses it to defeat the alien. No. Yes. Uh, <laughs> This, you know what? We should save this conversation for Strasburg. Yes, yes. Um, but no, I'm I'm still going to go Ninja Turtles. That is my final answer. Josh, before you have to pick, I think either one of these are very worthy of the title. I will I will agree with that. But uh... um, all right. <laughs> Yeah. Now, we also, I think we can all agree on this, too. Every iteration of the Ninja Turtles has been good. No. The, no! I do not like Rise of the Ninja Turtles. And I have really? watched it all. I am shocked by that. I thought that was great. I loved the animation style. The humor was on point. There oh, are man, episodes I don't... There are episodes I don't care for, but overall, I dig it. Um, See, I was, was going to say the Fox Ninja Turtles was great. 2012 is hands down my favorite cartoon series of all time. Like, I fucking love that cartoon series. There was something that was too fast about Rise that really, really bothered me for storytelling. Mm-hmm. I liked some of the characters. I liked what they were doing, but it was just like quick, 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 quick. And it was like they were trying to 
emulate the new style of cartoons with like the 15 minute episodes or the 12 minute episodes right sometimes not all the time and it just got to be too much for me i needed like a little more build up in my ninja turtles um but, and i don't but, like but oh, meat sorry. sweat meat sweats <laughs> i don't i didn't like them you didn't like oh, meat sweats. I oh, I meat sweats. So the reason I well, watched you voiced it, voiced by Johnny Rotten. Come on. I know, like the reason I watched it because there was a meat sweats at my Ollie's. So I was mm-hmm. like, I want to watch this before I go buy the character. And I watched it, and I was just like, no. But like, oh, I like Hypnopotamus. I like the worm that they keep cutting up. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's got its moments, but like, it's not the bad for me outweighs the good. That's all I'm saying. Um, 2012, and not all of the Fox Kids Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. It has its moments, but it, like it kind of overstays its welcome for me. Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely did the same thing that the original cartoon did, where the, the later it goes, the kind of weaker it got. Like when they go fast forward and they go into the future, mm-hmm. it, and it's a little too anime inspired. They have a tournament. Michelangelo wins. Anyways. Uh, but that was also kind of based loosely on some of the Mirage comic stuff. Yeah. Because uh, they, they did go out into gal- out into space and they were, they were tr- jumping through time and all that. So It's one of those things where it's like, I don't like it. I get why you like it. No mm-hmm. offense. Like Halloween. No, I, Halloween. I, it's just like. <laughs> totally understand. Um, congratulations, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Woohoo. You did it. You earned it. Are uh, we surprised? With I this thought group, DuckTales no. was going to go, to be honest. Uh, well, honestly, oh, okay, l- l- let's break this down for a second. I think that if Ninja Turtles, X-Men, or DuckTales, if any three of those won, I don't think anyone would be surprised. Because nope. all three of those cartoons are just fucking amazing. Uh, yep. I think Gargoyles people would be like, Really? Yeah, but those that have watched it know what a good show that is. Like, I think anyone who consistently watched Gargoyles agrees that it is a fucking amazing storyline, but it wasn't on everybody's radar. It wasn't, it didn't have the popularity that, say, DuckTales or Batman or X-Men had. Yes, where are your pants? (laughs) Was her response at work? No, she said nowhere. (laughs) Are you cold? (laughs) Put some pants on. <laughs> that's, that's I'm not weird. Response. You're the one that's not wearing pants. Here. That's my response. Technically, I'm, I'm wearing, wearing pants. pants. I'm wearing blue jeans. You're wearing invisible jeans because blue is technically the color of water otherwise. So. I don't get your logic. <laughs> <laughs> I love her logic. I, that is amazing. Oh, God. He just walks around bare ass all the time. I mean, to be fair, I think a lot of kids do that. That was a, a consistent problem when Caleb was younger, too. Just like, she's got a long T-shirt on. I'm like, wait a second, wear your pants. It's just like, oh, fuck you. That's where my pants are, old man. <laughs> I'm going to put my bare ass on everything. I used to just say with Teresa when she was a baby, I would pick Zoe up. And I'd be like, I, you know, you have like a pet. You talk for the pet. You're oh, a yeah. baby, you talk for your baby. So I'd be like, Mother. She always had like this proper little English lady voice. I'm like, Mother, may I give you a kiss, Mother? Would you like a Hershey kiss? And I'd pick Zoe up and mash her butt cheeks into Teresa's face. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, Mwah! 
<laughs> it always cracked me up. Oh, God. Oh, fucking hilarious. Oh, shit. Talking for babies is the, the funniest. Josh, do you have voices for the cats? Oh, yeah. I figured. I um, mean, you, you kind of have to. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Shrills, I'm not mad. I'm glad you won. I When I made this, when I put the brackets together, I was looking at it, and I was like, we're going to have a couple upsets in the beginning. I thought G.I. Joe was going to get kicked out by the Rugrats. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought He-Man wasn't going to make it. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Spider-Man. I thought Spider-Man was going to get its ass kicked, and it did. Um, but yeah. And I thought maybe one of, like, Gem or the Smurfs might go really far. Gem sort of did, so. Um, Fucking Smurfs. I don't. <laughs> some people love the Smurfs. Just say it. They're the like zom- the LeBron of cartoons. There's a zombie Smurf. <laughs> do you guys know about the zombie Smurfs? I do not. So there's zombie Smurf characters that are the black Smurfs that ate some That's sort of racist. poisonous. No, I swear to God. They ate some sort of like poisonous berry and they turned jet black. And they come oh in contact with other God. Smurfs and they turn them black. I remember that. Yeah. And they're like, if you, the the hard plastic, non-posable Smurfs, like everybody had one growing up, of just a random like bowling Smurf or barber Smurf or whatever, the super hard to find ones that are super collectible are the black Smurfs. Fun I'm fact. looking at, I'm looking at them right now. The, the, they were the purple Smurfs. They're yeah. like very dark, dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're purple now because it was racist. Right. But that's like the the infection that makes them evil. But it was also because the the comic strip that they were in was black and white. Yeah. Oh wow, that is so weird. I completely forgot that that was a thing. My uh, old roommate, very good friend, uh, Doug, was a diehard Smurfs fan, and he would just fill me in with all this Smurfs knowledge that I was like sucking up like a sponge, because it was just like, wow, I never knew that it went this deep. Smurfs. So weird. So weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it was like also the thing where, you know, Gargamel made like the evil Smurf to infiltrate the Smurfs. And it was like this little black haired Smurf. And then, you know, once Papa Smurf and the others used some kind of magic on it to turn it good, the, you know, the Smurf turned into Smurfette. You know what that magic was? It rhymes with a shbang bang. <laughs> um... Never mind. Smurfs I mean, is weird. Don't look too deep into the Smurfs. You'd just be confused. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> anyways, congratulations, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You beat. Let's run through the body count of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You beat Voltron, the real Ghostbusters, and Bobby's World. Yes. Hell of a fight. Good for you. Uh, Gargoyles get beat up Scooby-Doo, the Transformers. Uh, G.I. Joe probably had the hardest with Rugrats, Toxic Crusaders, and Gem. Mm-hmm. X-Men had it really hard with DuckTales. Yeah. Toxic Crusaders was robbed! I, yeah. <laughs> Participation trophy, Toxie. Uh. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm going to go on a limb here and say we may not be back next week. But uh, we'll see, and we'll probably have a special guest episode while Josh is doing Josh stuff uh, for the Assembly Required Convention, but then expect him back with all kinds of cool stories. Uh, so it should be cool. Indeed. That's going to be so cool. 
Thanks for listening. Be sure to eat at Buffalo Bill's House of Big Fat Lady Pancakes. They what the are... fuck you about the pancakes? <laughs> They're delicious. And now I, I have I have a question for Mr. Bill. Mr. Buffalo Bill. What other cake do you have at your house? Is there also very thick ladies? Uh, that's the best kind of cake. Uh, size 14 ladies. Excellent. I'll bring my own syrup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dirty Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I'm going to close on, I'm going to plant a seed for Raised by Rentals, Mike, because you guys, you can just, I can give you guys a crumb <laughs> and you would make Lord of the Rings. <laughs> a slasher movie. You guys have never dipped your toe in a slasher movie territory. Okay, buckle up. Okay. That's, that's sarcasm. I was going to say. <laughs> a House of Pancakes slasher movie where the killer is Pancake Face. <laughs> Shabam! <laughs> Mind blown. Pancake face. Now I'm picturing, I don't know if I've sent any of these to you or you, if you stumbled upon them on Instagram. There's a guy who makes like crepes in a in a frying pan and rips open the middle and puts googly eyes on them and then like makes them sing to random songs. That's yes. amazing. So and it's fucking hilarious. Would Pancake Face be like Mr. Breakfast with like stop motion talking bacon lips? <laughs> And like fruit for eyes, or would he have holes bit out where the eyes and the mouth would be, and then the pancake mm. just like Texas Chainsaw twenty twenty two stuck on his face? <laughs> Take it off. Where can I sew bracelets? Where can you sew bracelets? Yeah. Why do you want to sew bracelets? I really want to. Okay, we'll talk about this in a minute. Depressing. All right, that's not depressing. <laughs> put some pants on. <laughs> All right, I'll be done in a second. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, clearly, go, she, everybody. clearly she has been to buffalo bill's house of pancakes <laughs> i like that she turned into a dragon for a moment was just like Brah! that's her thing now if she doesn't like something she just screams uh, uh, she's had the pancakes i guess yeah. so uh, uh, great guys thanks for listening uh we'll be back before you know it this is mike saying watch your saturday morning cartoons this is Mike saying, wash my back. This is Werner Herzog saying, I'm going to have tea with my very best friend, Mr. Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about anal stretching. No, no, no. Bye. Bye.
Count Creepy. .com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C-O-U-N-T. K-R-E-E-P-Y. Ah.